0: Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl, and we are back with a very impromptu episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. Before we get started, um, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking y'all for listening, so thank you for listening, boo-boo. Out of the tens and boo-friends, as well, out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land, you choose to limit your ears once a week for about an hour or so, and I hella appreciate that. So if y'all didn't know, I had an episode where I did one about energy vampires back in January 2019, I have since reloaded and have done a social media edition of Energy Vampires that dropped on Homegirl Thursday. If you missed that episode, don't worry. I've been gone for a minute, but we back. So it's time to catch up, boo. We got to catch up, boo friends. So don't forget to click the link in my show notes to go to episode 237 and catch up. Because 239 will be coming up on Thursday, part three of the social media Energy Vampires so the reason why I decided to talk today on this beautiful, uh, not quite sunny, more of an overcast, breezy California day here in Los Angeles, South Central to be exact, is because I want to talk about Shakeri Richardson. I waited because I wanted to kind of get my, my thoughts in the raw, wanted to see what would happen once she returned. I wanted to see what the discourse would be once she did return. For those that do not know, Shakari Richardson is about 21 years old. She is a very talented uh track and field superstar. She is very much um not the quote unquote standard. Um she is openly LGBTQI plus, she is flojo with the aesthetic. Um she and when I say she's not the norm is because we haven't seen, at least for me personally, and I grew up in the Flojo era, so I know what I've seen. I've seen close, but I haven't seen something that has embodied Flojo energy in terms of the hood girl aesthetic, quote unquote hood girl aesthetic, black woman aesthetic. Um, I haven't seen that since Flojo. So Shikari is very open, very brash, very in your face with her aesthetic and with who she is. Her nose is pierced, um, her nails are beautiful, her weaves is on point, her wigs are amazing, the color she had uh with the blonde with the blue under undertone beautiful beautiful lashes on deck she low-key is like a 2.0 flojo because i don't think flojo had lashes um but or or facial piercings now i think about it but the reason why i want to talk about her today is because i am seeing (laughs) how people are reacting to this young black woman doing her thing and it's quite disgusting and i think that people don't like shakari and granted i know there's let's let's really keep it balanced right I understand Sha'Carri has said some things that have been problematic in the past. I understand that Sha'Carri is not necessarily the most articulate with her thoughts. I, you know, I, I, I can understand it. But were you at 21? Were you perfect at 21? Were you politically correct at 21? Were you educated where you are now at 21? Absolutely not. So what I'm seeing, also, did you know the right words to say at 21? Was you cocky and arrogant in your stuff at 21? A lot of us were. I know for, for a fact I was. I know for a fact I was problematic at 21. I know for a fact I felt unstoppable at 21. I know for a fact I was cocky in the midst of adversity at 21. So it really trips me out how the sentiment surrounding Shakira is is happiness for her quote-unquote failing or I guess being disqualified from the Olympics and now that she's returned after a month off, she came in, I think, what, 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 uh, bear with me. you I literally am doing this in real time. She's the sixth fastest woman in the world, but she didn't win the last race. In actuality, she actually was ninth. Last. And... I think people are celebrating a little too hard. And I don't understand why this hatred and rejoicing in someone's return to get back up after the world beat her down. I'm trying to figure out why some of y'all are so happy about that. And I'm starting to feel like Shakari is an indicator of something bigger. When I saw her speech or her her I guess post race commentary, she took coming in last gracefully. She said, "At the end of the day, I came back after a month. Now y'all forgot her mama passed too, so she was dealing with a lot. She's still grieving. The way I look at it, I mean grief is a never ending process. So we don't even know where she is in her grief. But she's like, hey." I took an L. It is what it is. I came back after a month. I'm proud of myself. I came back. And at the end of the day, I've made history and nobody's going to take that from me. And, you know, I'm just happy to be here. Congratulations to everybody that, you know, placed and did their thing. But I'm still here and y'all going to keep seeing me. And I see some of y'all real happy about that. And I don't know why. Why are y'all happy about this woman? Coming in last. Why are y'all happy that a woman decided to... Like, I really think that it's bigger than Sha'Carri. Her speech was an energy because I feel like those has really been through something. Especially when it comes to the opinions of other people. Some of y'all and some of us. Because I'm never above nothing I say because I can relate. Some of us have been dragged through the mud by people that we thought was cool. People that we thought supported us. Oh, lies. We have been lied on. We have been made fun of. We have been mocked up um, We have been good for you'd. When things that that aren't necessarily the best happen to us, or oh serves her right, or oh serves him right, serves them right. A lot of us have been torn down by some of the very people that have built us up, and some of us have also been torn down by circumstances that happen to us. And I think that her speech spoke to the energy of what it means to be strong, what it means to be brave, what it means to be resilient. Now, I know we these are all three buzzwords that everybody wanna redefine, but for me. That's what that looks like for me. Knowing that the world laughed at you, tried to make you something you wasn't, tried to count you out. They laughed at you in the midst of your pain. And then you came back and even finished last and you finished last with a smile on your face. And because you know this ain't the last they going to see of you because they going to feel you. Some of y'all don't know what that feels like because y'all ain't been through nothing. And the reason why some of y'all ain't been through nothing is because some of y'all was them same people tearing down people like Shakira and people like myself. Some of y'all are the ones that are like good for you. And it's really interesting. And then I'll think about it even more. Some of y'all contradictory with how y'all deal with Shakari because it's a contradiction of things that um, are, are acceptable until they rub you the wrong way. Meaning, black women in particular, God forbid we are actually open and honest and confident with ourselves. Yeah, I went there. Oh, she's going to black women. You're yeah, damn right. Because Shakari is a unapologetically unapologetic black woman. Super unapologetic about her blackness. Super unapologetic about her flyness. Super unapologetic about her talent. And it kills some of y'all. It kills y'all. It burns y'all up. Because it ain't in you. It ain't in you to do half the stuff it takes to get recognized for some of the gifts you got. That you sleeping on that was given to you by the divine. Y'all ain't even built to even showcase the gifts you have, but you will sit there and talk mess about somebody that is respecting the gifts, honors the gift, uses the gift, and then is confident about the gift. It's weak. It's weak behavior. It is weak behavior to discuss a woman's downfall and laugh at her knowing that you let social media make the majority of your decisions, knowing that you make the decision that you make are dictated by other people's opinions. Some of y'all got dreams and things that y'all don't even want to do because y'all too damn scared, but let carry do what she's doing and she fails or quote unquote fails to y'all, but she comes in last and it's funny to you, but yeah, you got a whole bunch of dreams that you haven't done because you don't want to feel like you're dumb or that you've been made a fool of because you've spent the majority of your time on earth making fun of others because you know the boomerangs come back some of y'all is scared some of y'all talk because y'all scared. Some of y'all talk because y'all not confident. Some of y'all talk because y'all bound by the, uh, the policies and company procedures and protocols. And others where y'all can't even be unapologetically who you are. So what y'all do is instead of deal with the situations that have you out here moving foul and moving false. Y'all like to tear down other people that are confident in who they are. You would rather break somebody else than build yourself up. And it's very telling. I've been seeing a lot of stuff on social media. I'll be sitting back and I'll just be looking. Because I want to see how do people operate? How do people operate when it comes to circumstances that they go through, that they want the grace for, but they won't extend that same grace to nobody else? When you go through something, you need support. You want support. But yet when somebody else needs support, you feel like you're in a position to dictate whether that person is... is uh requiring or is worthy of support who the hell you supposed to be god a lot of y'all think y'all got on this app and i need y'all to stop y'all not god y'all laughing at other people's circumstances like it ain't finna happen to you them boomerangs always return you tearing down other people whether it's shakari or other people because you scared to live your life authentically and confidently because of whatever that comes back to you you tearing down women like shakari because they're confident and things like that men that's confident like shakari Non binary folks that's confident, y'all gonna feel that. Mark my words, y'all gonna feel that, and it's not gonna be because somebody sent it to you, it's because you sent it to yourself. There's no way that y'all can sit there and want grace from other people and then don't give grace when it's not you. Just say you don't like black confident women and go, I would respect it way more. And the cold part is some of the people that's saying this stuff about Shakari are black women, y'all extra dangerous. Y'all stay away from me. Don't follow my platform. Please don't. Because y'all want to talk about disregard the rules and all this other mess. But then y'all want to talk about, but it's the rules. Which one is it, baby? Which side is it? Are we going to sit here and pick and choose when the rules apply? Or are we really going to, like I said, understand that there are people that are young, that are human, that make mistakes. Change the laws change the laws protect us we have to do this that, and other but carry rules are rules <laughs> if you fall the rules girl you i need you to stay all the way back okay stay all the way back and not to mention after the stuff that happened with shikari there were other women that tested positive for drugs that over situations that were super personal there was another sprinter who had an abortion it had uh some medication in her system that she was dealing with due to the abortion it's like come on now Some of that self-hate is coming out. And if y'all see that self-hate, y'all know say what y'all um what y'all saying, and y'all do what y'all got to do. Because like I said, with energy vampires, them the same ones. That's energy vampire right there. That's a prime example of energy vampire. Right there. The contradiction of wanting someone to support you in the midst of your humanity, but yet you don't know how to have humanity for other people in the midst of theirs. You want to sit there and be the judge, jury, and executioner on a youth making their way on this journey publicly. I feel so bad for Gen Z. I feel hella bad for Gen Z because unlike us and some of y'all that perpetuate this foolishness are in my generation and above. Some of y'all forgot that y'all was doing real dirt and y'all like to judge other people as if you ain't never did no dirt at that age. I feel bad for Gen Z because they have to literally live their life. Online Now, the caveat to that is they don't have to, but at the same time, Gen Z, the same way we came up kind of like the last generation that could actually go play outside without hella video games, hella cable, social media, all of that, they have literally been indoctrinated or grown up to know that social media is just a way of life. So until they have to unlearn that, they're sharing everything. Because a lot of Gen Z don't know no better. A lot of them are being problematic online, putting things into the universe and into the Internet that can never go away, and they're going to and, and, and depending on what the ideology is, they may have to pay for that. But what I don't like is that there's people that forget that these folks are young and have these problematic ideas and will eventually prayerfully grow out of those ideals and don't want to give no grace. Or they rather talk mess about them and not educate or mentor them. And I think that's that lack of mentorship and that lack of understanding and that lack of wanting to give grace or at least be like, hey, let's OK, that's problematic. But let me try to see if there's a way that we could get some understanding here to at least maybe um, sow a seed of understanding that, you know, maybe this is not the most um Well, it depends on the ideology. Some people do want to be trolled. Some people do want to be problematic. But if a person is kind of saying something that they were taught and they may not have the education on like a lot of us have been because we've been programmed through our environment, whether it's our family, whether it's school, whether it's society of that time. If they intend on holding that idea true, okay, whatever. But not wanting to at least sit and mentor them and sow the seed of, hey, on the strength of knowing that you're young, please allow me to put you on game. And then you do what you will. If you want to be problematic and keep getting uh, dealing with that, then fine, whatever. If you don't, then whatever. If you want to apologize, whatever. Like, but at least know that as a person, a mentor, or elder, or OG, baby, OG, whatever, that you're like, hey, I care about the future to the point where I know my conscience is clear because I I put them on gay. Everybody don't think like that because everybody would rather talk mess. It's easier to critique than it is to have understanding. And I'm talking about Sha'Carri in this situation. There's some things where I draw the line. Sha'Carri literally made a mistake about smoking weed, grieving her mama. And she couldn't take the test. I mean, she couldn't couldn't, um, run the race. Like, y'all, a lot of y'all going real hard about this. About, like, wanting her to, like, fail so badly. And it's just, I really hope that you... Keep your hands and yourself as perfect as possible because it's usually those that talk the loudest about other people in such a negative light that get their public day and will want that same grace and understanding at some point. But that's all I got to say, man. I feel like Sha'Carri, Shakari burns a lot of people's souls because she represents what a lot of people would like to be, but can't. And I don't mean aesthetically, I mean energetically. Unbreakable. And even if she did break during that one month absence, you better believe her ass didn't tell y'all. I think a lot of people get uncomfortable with strength because they don't have it within themselves. They have an issue with it. I personally don't see a problem with Sha'Carri talking or stuff. If anything, go off little sis, do your thing. Do you. Let them know. Don't let them break you. Because I've been there. As people that have folded in times of that that moment or people that ain't never really been in them situations. Or people that ain't never dreamed big enough to really go there to where they get put in these situations for public critique and opinion. They don't know what that's like. It's easier to hide in the shadows and talk and critique while you do your nothing ass life. Then talk about somebody who is literally going for rich. Because we don't say going for broke around here. We say going for rich. Then sit there and, and go for rich on yours. You'd rather critique somebody that's going rich for theirs. And it's shameful. And it's telling. And I'm telling it, man. If y'all watch for the hook. Watch for them energy vampires. Because it should carry one day and it's your ass the next. It's very easy to critique. If you're confident and you're a strong black woman, especially, be careful. Because you see what happens. God forbid you're talented. God forbid you're confident. God forbid that you have faith. God forbid that you have a spirit of resiliency or a spirit of determination or a spirit of transmutation. They want They want that. Since they can't bottle up and sell, they want to break the bottle to come in. And we see what's happening. Just watch for the hook. That's all I got. Anyway, uh, you can sign up for the Homegirls Text Club. Tap in with your folks. Text the word Homegirl10 to 81493. Homegirl10 to 81493. Again, Homegirl10 to 81493. I'm feeling a little saucy today, so I'll be on my Patreon doing content to go ahead and usher us into Virgo season. For those that want to join my Sun Sign Challenge and join us and help better our lives through the full moon energy as well as, which is today by the way, <laughs> um, as well as use the sunshine energy to better their lives, you can sign up at patreon.com forward slash spiritual homegirl. Tears only start at $7. For the higher dollar tiers, we'll be doing a meditation on the tongue drum tonight. I love playing my tongue drum, it's a good way for me to um, just cool out and, and share some good energy. So um, I'll be doing it on my Patreon, also YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse, anywhere on social media. I'm Spiritual Homegirl. I am going to, oh, I'm also on TikTok too. I'm about to actually put some more stuff on TikTok um fan base i'm on fan base as well spiritual homegirl i'm about to transfer all my instagram stuff over there um creatives let me know if y'all want me to do an episode about what i think you know what no i'm saving that for patreon i'm gonna talk on patreon about why creatives should um how they should look at social media moving forward because i have been watching how things have been changing since i've started spiritual homegirl in 2016 And I have I realize I've seen a lot and I have decided to look at social media a little bit differently in order to um, enjoy it, in order to make sure that I leverage it to my advantage. Because as we know, my agenda is public because it's an honest and a pure agenda. And that agenda has always been to get people off app and to get people onto my text club and to get people into my email list because I have way much um, more, more things I want to share with my audience. Like, I can't do a tribe letter through email. You can click the link in my show notes to do that or go to com. I can't do a tribe letter in the caption. It's not It's not enough space. Um, I want to reach only those that want that to hear from me. I know with playing with the algorithms, that's a possibility. It's not a guarantee. So, I'd rather reach those that want to fool me off at that, really engage with what I do, which is equipping folks with the tools to navigate the journey in the unknown and the unexpected like a boss. So that's my mission and that's my agenda. And I don't mind making it public because it's honest. And um, what else is going on? Text club, email list. Oh, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Share it with somebody that can use the message. This episode was completely unplanned. It was on my heart and I just had to get it out. I am, I, I really, I really am about confidence and I really am about recognizing gifts and talents and making the use of it to inspire others through example and I think that's why Shakira's story hits me the way it does because of the fact that she kick it so authentic to her as who she is in that moment so um yeah that's that's what I have to say um don't forget we're not perfect everybody's been problematic everybody has their journey their crosses the bear and most importantly everybody is not The judge and jury and executioner of others, especially when they got a judge, jury, executioner that's on their own stuff. Judge, jury, execution, your stuff. Make sure you good. And if you know somebody ain't good, mentor if you got the energy. Everybody ain't got the energy. And that's okay. But it's okay to like, if you see that you can make a positive impact, reach out before critiquing. Because if you want to say, oh, I ain't got the capacity to educate, but you critique, technically, even through your critique, that's a form of education if somebody learns something from it. So you do have the energy. So stop with the fucking games. Oop, that's a cuss word. I haven't cussed in a while, y'all. But it's, but it's that kind of day to day. I'm really just in my element. I'm kicking it and I just, I see the BS. And I don't like it. So with that being said, y'all, <laughs> this has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name is Maria. And remember, trust the journey and trust yourself. All right? Love y'all. Peace.